Welcome to the Bookkeeper's Voice, an informative and entertaining podcast for bookkeepers who love small business. Each week, Amy Hook explores new ideas and shares real-life stories along with inspiring guests from both inside and outside the bookkeeping industry. Every episode will leave you with a fresh perspective along with industry-specific tips and insights to help your business and your clients' businesses thrive. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, thanks for joining me today. I'm here with Maya. And again, I should say it's Amy because I, I have not been here for every episode. So it is Amy Hook here. Um, and I still do podcasts. Um, and today I'm here with Maya, who you all probably know by now because Maya has been doing some of the podcasts on the days that I'm uh, not podcasting and she's been doing a couple of episodes. She did one with William, she's done one with Angie or maybe a couple with Angie. So um, yeah, so today I'm going to be interviewing Maya. So thanks for joining me, Maya. Yeah, good to be here again. Yeah, <laughs> right. So Finally I being introduced after. That's yes. right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That that was sort of the plan, just so you guys can have like a formal introduction to Maya, um, rather than, you know, these random people showing up and going, surprise, it's not Amy today, it's somebody else. So, um, so some of you will already know Maya, and for those of you who don't, um, so Maya, um, yeah, you joined us in, gosh, when was it? Early 2000s? Very last year, yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's been a busy year. <laughs> or two. <laughs> yeah, busy year and a half for me. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And so Maya, you were originally hired to be our web developer because we obviously design websites for bookkeepers. So we said we need a web developer and you came and joined the team. And before that, I'd been doing the web designs myself and uh, we tried here and there to have someone come in and assist. Um, some copywriters and some web developers, but it kind of hadn't worked out. And so that was really good. So you joined the team and you kind of jumped in and freed up a lot of my time with that. And then we discovered a little bit down the track that I think, I guess, I think you'd been with us for about five months when I... Yeah, it was about this time last year, I think. And you had like more work to do in other areas that, that you couldn't like weren't getting done on time I was getting and started. we had a lull in the website so you were like could you maybe like do you think you might be able to do this other thing which was actually setting up panda docs panda docs that's right now yeah. I do that like all the time it was but. the STP project. It was when we launched the mm -hmm. STP project we had all, all these people purchased the packages and I was doing so many different tasks in the business that um, I was like I need to actually deliver all of these packages to people. And it was actually, I think I didn't even ask you initially, you actually said to me, you said something to me, which was like, I think you just said to me, like, I, oh, I can help if there's anything you need help with. Like you were always very proactive in. Mm. Yeah. If you need me to do anything else that's not website related. I'm yeah, that's right. So you sort of didn't wait for me to go, Oh, could you help me with this? But you, you, you put your hand up. You said, Oh, like, do you need any help with anything? You were like, yes, please dump loads yeah. of work on you. <laughs> I was like, do you know how take to this, take this, off? take and this. All of a sudden, this was when the whole world of Maya opened up, which was basically <laughs> just like, it was sort of along the lines of, because obviously we just, you know, I thought you were, you know, a web developer and I didn't know that you'd developer. had a bit of a background in 
um, like writing, um, like, but more on the technical side of yes. writing, like not necessarily like creative writing, but more sort of the type of writing that you need in order to be able to make good templates for bookkeepers. Yes, <laughs> yeah. of writing. So more technical and editing. More technical. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So that's, I mean, that was really good timing and, you know, the fact that you put your hand up and I was like, oh yeah, like it didn't occur to me, but then I sort of realized that you're, because you're quite a proactive person and you're very good at learning new things and picking things up. I sort of can just give you things without even having to explain it. Like if yeah. I start to explain it, you're like, you don't need to explain this to me. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, yeah. it's easy to just figure it out myself. Like when, when you were like, okay, I need all these Pandadoc templates set up. I'd never even heard of Pandadoc. Yeah. I logged in and I just, you know, it took me quite a while to do the first couple of ones, but then I just picked it up pretty quick and I was like, okay, I can do this now. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So obviously, yeah, so then, um, yeah, so you joined the team and you started doing the Pandadocs um, and, yeah, like, so basically you've got a lot of technical knowledge and um, you're very inquisitive and you like to be able to get in there and sort of learn new things. And so you've I like been details doing and, like, structuring things. Details. Yes, that's true. So, and so you've got... So I'd make a great bookkeeper. You what? I'd make a great bookkeeper. Yeah, I reckon you will. I just don't, like, I'm waiting until you've got some capacity and then we can train you in some bookkeeping skills. But you already do a little bit of our bookkeeping, so. Um, but, yeah, it's sort of like, yeah, you've kind of got that, that, that brain for that technical detailed stuff, so which is really good. So, obviously, yeah, I guess for our listeners, like Maya's working for Savvy and Off The Hook. Um, and so we went through a little bit of a journey in terms of like figuring out your job title, because once you started doing the Panda Docs, we're like, well, you're not a web developer anymore. So what do we call you? Like, we didn't know what is this role? Like it's oh, like people ask me, what, what do you do? And I'm like, uh, you want me to list all the things? Like, <laughs> I've had three different job titles now at Savvy and they, none of them really encompass everything. Encompass everything. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So we went with project coordinator because you weren't a manager as such. So we were like, okay, you're like coordinating all the client projects to make sure they get done, but you weren't just coordinating them. You were actually doing the work as well. Yeah. But we kind of thought, okay, pro uh, client project coordinator makes it a bit broader, sort of explains in a nutshell what you do. Um, and then from there, it kind of, I guess, as the more that you started doing work for Off The Hook, then it kind of just made sense that your job title is practice manager, which is which is your current title. However, you still do websites. Yes, I still do <laughs> and the websites still do and all the project coordinating and That's right. all of the other things as well. That's right. But you really manage the whole, like, IT slash admin side of the mm. business and the delivery of the client work that's not bookkeeping or stuff that I literally have to do myself. Yeah. That's pretty much stuff. I do a lot of things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it kind of made sense. Practice manager, it's like, well, if you work for a bookkeeping business and you were doing what you were doing, that's that that would that would make sense as a job title. So my so everybody, please meet Maya. She is now our practice manager and doing a fantastic job. Um, so today, we um, obviously, I'm interviewing her. And um, so we're going to be talking a little bit about Maya's uh, superpower, um, which is planning and organising. Um, I 
I remember there was a day where I said like, you should like organize stuff professionally because you are the most organized person I've ever met. Yeah. My brain just, just thinks really systematically about things. So like, I don't have a particularly creative brain. I can't like think of a concept mm. in, like from nothing. Like, <laughs> like some people are like, oh, I'd like to do this. Or I, I think this would be a cool project to do. I don't me. have those kinds of like, <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's why I needed you. That's why you're my wing woman. <laughs> exactly. We ideas. work so well together because you have these big ideas and you're like, oh, I want to do this thing. And I don't, I need someone to come up with those ideas for me. Because I, my, my brain doesn't work that way. What my brain does is takes the idea that you have and goes, okay, so to get there, we need to do this and then this and then this and this might be a challenge and this could be a problem and we'll have to work around this thing and then we do this and this and this and this. Yeah. To get to the end goal. So I set up the steps. Yeah. And that, yeah, that, and that's why it worked out so well because, yeah, obviously I'm like, I see the end picture of what I think this thing should look like. So I'm like, hey, what do you reckon about this? And then mm -hmm. you're like, leave it with me. Yeah, <laughs> and then I you, think. sometimes like a week or two later, you'll come back and you've done this whole thing. And I'm like, whoa, that's like, that's what I envisioned. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's, that works really well. It's been amazing having you on the team. So so now you'll understand why I refer to Maya as my wing woman because yeah, she's the other half happen. of my brain that I was missing kind of thing. So that's really good. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. So obviously I asked you, how are you so organized? Mm -hmm. And I, then I, I had this like wild idea that I would get you to help me to become more organized. And then we realized like, this stuff that you you knew, like you just knew how to do things naturally, but you didn't, you'd never thought about how to explain it to someone or show yeah. someone else how to do it. You're like, I just do it. And I'm like, well, what do you do? And we talked about lists. And then I'm like, how do you remember where you put the list? And you're like, oh my gosh, like we're starting right at the beginning here. <laughs> yeah. Grade one. Yeah. Grade one prep. Grade one list writing. Yeah, yeah that's right. So, um, Cool. So obviously you like figuring out steps and processes and making them work better. So today, I guess I'll hand over to you and yeah. you start to yeah take so, some of those processes. Yeah. So I guess today what, um, what I was thinking would be the most useful thing for people to get out of it. Um, I mean, everyone, you should write lists. And when you write lists, you should look at them later. That's just... <laughs> That's, I don't need to say anything more about that. You just should do that. That was such a um, nice <laughs> Not looking at anybody. Okay. Yeah. Um, but so I thought that what might be a little bit more useful uh, to talk about is goal setting or prioritizing goals and making them actually achievable instead of make. Because everyone, everyone, has been like, I want to do this. Yeah. And then that's right. You know, it doesn't happen. And then you're disappointed that you didn't get you didn't I achieve kind the of thing get the you feeling, I know I'm meant to be interviewing you, but I sort of feel like this is gonna be like a it's gonna be like a counseling session for me. I'm gonna sit here and absorb all of this wisdom. <laughs> yeah, well it's good. I actually thought like that that would be a really good way to do this, like because I've got these things and then <laughs> you can be like my test dummy for me. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Cool. So, right. 
so the main so the first thing um, uh, is setting setting goals and smart goals not just you know vague goals but smart goals and I will explain what that is in just a second um, sorry if you can hear my dog barking um, <laughs> <laughs> we had a guy trimming the hedge across the road when we started this morning so I was like oh no <laughs> all good um, so at the start of the year this year I wrote a blog post for Savvy um, that you can see on our website that's uh I don't remember what it was called, but it was something about um, writing goals, not resolutions for starting the new yes. year. Yeah. So a resolution is like, I will exercise. Like, how, how do you know when you've achieved that? Like, when, <laughs> <laughs> it's so vague. Setting goals and setting SMART goals are what is going to help you actually achieve the things that you set out to do in the first place. So SMART goal, is specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. Yes. So then and we'll, we'll write this down for you in, yeah, a, in a blog post so you can read it. Ah, so basically, they're specific, so they're clear, and they have an end point in sight. So it's not exercise, it's I'm going, I, I want to learn to run five kilometers. I want to be able to run five kilometers, which... It's a good example for you, Amy, because you're doing <laughs> <Like> that. <laughs> yep. Um, so, yeah, specific, not vague. They're measurable, so you need to be able to track your progress accurately. Again, if you run five kilometres, you can see, if your goal is to run five kilometres, you can see, okay, today I can, I can run two kilometres, and I need to get to five kilometres. So you can track your progress. It's measurable. Um, attainable, it has to be within reach. You don't want to say, by the end of the month, I want to be able to run a marathon, when at the moment you struggle, like, running 100 metres. That's not attainable. You need to start with something that's actually attainable. Oh, my God. Reach that, and then you can set a bigger goal, like a next step goal. Like if you're, you can have a big picture goal. Yeah. You can, maybe you shouldn't you have start. That in your mind, like, maybe one day I'd like to run a marathon, but let's set the goal as something smaller. Yeah, because you know what? You might start running and decide that you don't like it or you might hurt your knee and then yeah. then you can't run a marathon and you, you're never going to get to that point. You might not even want to after you start running and decide that you hate it. So, That's true. so you need, it, you, it's all right to have big picture goals in your mind, but don't start from zero and be looking at a thousand. Start like go for 50 first. Make it achievable, attainable. That's right. Yeah, I, I, that's really good because I think like in the past, I probably would have gone like my goal is to start running or get fit or... Mm. Get fit like, is so vague. Random. Yeah, that's right. It's like... What? And how do you know when you've achieved it? That's yeah. a really big thing. Like you need to know, you need to be able to see I have achieved this goal because otherwise it's just this ongoing thing and struggle and you can lose motivation because oh. you, you know I've got a really good example so I had this moment where I found myself like I would talk to William about setting up the business so I'd talk about how I'm setting up the business and I actually had this moment where I'm like well I, I've been saying this for years that I'm setting up the business what does the business look like when it's set up 
and then actually going and like making, I did it like a massive brainstorm on my iPad, like, well, when it's, what does it look like when it's done? And then from there kind of go, okay, well, this is what I think it's going to look like when it's done. All right. Well, which bits do I need to kind of focus on finishing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a really great example. Setting up a business is a big picture goal. Yes. And it can be broken into many, many, many small smart goals. Yeah. Probably over your whole lifetime. (laughs) Yeah. Each (sighs) small smart goal will help you achieve the big picture goal. But the big picture goal is too big to be like your main focus because there's so many different things you can work on. Yes. Yeah. So we got specific, measurable, attainable, has to be relevant. Um, So either something that benefits you directly, benefits your work directly, or that's part of a bigger picture goal. Um, Yeah, so like, okay, I I know this this might not be it, but you can correct me because obviously you know more about this stuff. But what about like, for example, like I like reading books and I'll, buy and download a lot of audiobooks or Kindle books. I just really like books. But I started to realize that some of the books I read, not that all books have to be relevant, but a lot of the books I was reading are not relevant to any of my goals. And because I read non, uh, non-fiction books. So obviously if it's fiction, it doesn't matter. It's entertainment. I, I only read fiction books most yeah. of the time and none of them are relevant to my goals. Well, that's right. Like Whereas <laughs> I'm, li- I'm reading all these things to learn new things. Mm-hmm. But some of them weren't, I'm learning new things that not really, like I realized like, okay, out of all of these, what if I pick one, you know, I can still listen to the other ones, but I've picked this one book. So obviously one of my vague big goals was to like lose some weight and just get a bit more healthier. That was my like vague thing, which ended up turning into learning to run 5Ks, which I've now achieved. And now I'm aiming to run 5Ks like I think 10% faster. Yeah. So that's my next goal. But so part of that, I realized, okay, what if I read, what if I start reading things that are relevant to that goal instead of just always like reading lots of different random things and, you know, like yeah, 20 different books on the go at once. So I was like, okay, I'm going to read this book that I've wanted to read for ages about sleep because part of the goal of becoming fitter or healthier means that I need to be sleeping properly so Mm. now what I do is in whenever I'm like normally just entertaining myself by switching between all these different books sometimes more than one in one night I'm just like this is the book I'm reading at the moment I'm finishing this I'm going to learn how to actually get some proper restful sleep and actually move myself a step towards the goal yeah and that like that's relevant to your life even if it isn't part of one of your goals um, I, th- I find, so like, yeah, I love reading as well. I've always been a huge reader, mostly fiction. Um, but I do sometimes read nonfiction books or I'll just have one that I'm sort of reading occasionally. And if I have a nonfiction book, it's usually to do with something that I'm trying to learn. Yeah. But the, the, the fiction books I have or the stuff that's not relevant so much I like they're still good because you need to switch off and for yes. me that's how yeah, I it still switch has up. a purpose but it's not mm. yeah that's right it's not necessarily yeah, the, connected to a the specific. line 
the line comes in sometimes if like I sit down to read and I'm like I'm just gonna read a couple of pages and two hours later I'm still there with my face in my book that's to me that's too much reading <laughs> I think I should have spent that time doing something a bit more productive oh my god sometimes I just can't pull myself away yeah. but but if you can have a little bit more self-restraint <laughs> than what I do sometimes and most of the time it's okay um then then it's important to have your switch off time. Some people watch cat videos on YouTube. I'm not really into that. I like to read. That's how I switch off. <laughs> I don't watch much TV. Yeah. I, I read. That's my switch off. Oh so, and it's still, yeah. it's still good, even though it's like, not every part of your day has to be achieving your goals. You need your relaxed time. Yeah, I like it. I like it. That's really good. Okay, so relevant. So your goals need to be relevant to something and because that will help you stay motivated and focused if you know that if I achieve this, then it's going to help me achieve this big thing. Yes. So, um, and then the last one is time bound, which again helps you to like quantify it and track it, um, which means you set either, it'll either be something that has a due date already or you set a due date for it. So I want to be able to do this by this time. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah, that will again help you to stay focused and keep you on track. And, yeah. and, and then I know this is going to sound like such a dumb question, but how do you, unless there's like an external thing making a due date happen, how do you decide on a due date? I'm so glad you asked that question. Oh. <laughs> Um, cause that was, yeah. So I, I did write down some notes before and that was one of the things I was like, talk about this. Um, you need a schedule. So that's, so those five things are, um, I love schedules. <laughs> those five things, if you look up smart goals, that's what it will tell you. But I think it also needs a sixth thing, which is a schedule, um, to help you so we could call it like smarts. smarts. <laughs> um, because smarts. you know, if, if you say, <laughs> just, just ignoring that. <laughs> um, so what am I saying? <laughs> okay, you distracted me. I threw you um, off, I threw you off. Yeah, smart yeah goals so your speech. goal, we're going back to the running because it's, that's just, I mean, I, it would be better to have a business goal, but this is a really easy one to talk about. Yeah. Um, so your goal is you want to run five kilometers in, in less than 45 minutes. Um, and so, you know, and you want to achieve it by a certain time. You need to put an end date on it at the moment. So your first step would be how long or how, what can you run now is your starting point. How do you figure I out? How do you reach that goal? <laughs> <laughs> right. What's your? Let's your, make your, it. I can do it in thirty-seven minutes. Thirty. Five k's in thirty-seven minutes. Okay. Yeah. So let's go twenty-eight minutes. 20 min, twenty-eight minutes. Okay. Five. Five k's in twenty-eight minutes is your goal, and you need to put a timer on it. So, um, you've already been working towards. So there's different ways you can do it, but you've already been working towards this goal. So you kind of can see the sort of progress that you've had already. Oh, yes. So Whereas that might help you estimate. Yeah. 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 So you're, you're already doing it. 
Um, so then you can probably estimate how long it will take you based on the last like, 10, 10 minutes that you've shaved off your time. You might be able to judge how long mm. it will take you. So then if you can guess how long it should take you, you also need to think about um, what you need, how much time you actually need to put towards it to be able to get there by that time. Mm-hmm. So if you're starting from scratch and, and you've never run before, don't say, I'm going to run every single day mm-hmm. so that I can run a marathon by the end of the month. That's, it's not going to happen. I'm sorry, it's not realistic. <laughs> <laughs> so what you should do is start with a, like a, a micro goal or like a mini goal. You're gonna, you, you start by running once a week. Yeah. If you can run once a week for a whole month, you've achieved a goal. Mm. Yeah, I like it. Then if you can do that, you can increase. Or you might get to week two and think, I want to run a second time this week. Excellent. Great points. You, you get points for that. Gold <laughs> points. I don't know what, what they go towards, but you get points. Um, yeah, so you need some things. So there's a schedule and there's a due date. Sometimes there'll be the due date already. And so you need to work out the schedule. You need to think about what needs to be done to get it finished and then work out how much time you need to allocate each week, each day, depending on what it is, to be able to achieve the goal by the due date. You might not get it by the due date. You might get it earlier than the due date. But you need to have some kind of plan. The other way to do it, if you don't have a set due date already, like somebody else or something else saying you need to do it by this time, is to work out your schedule that you want and then set the due date according to that. Yeah. So that's sometimes one comes first, sometimes the other comes first, but you can't achieve it unless you know how much time you need to allocate to it yeah, that's right. And with certain things, you're not just not going to know. So you might need to ask someone else who's already done it or Google and try and find some information about what's realistic or yeah, maybe and also, an app for it. Or <laughs> And also, like, having said all of this, yeah. it's not set in stone. It's yeah. not like you write down this goal, you're going to achieve it by this date, and if you don't, you're a failure. Like, no. If you start and you realise that your estimate of when you were going to achieve it was wrong, just change the due date. Yeah. But then if you change the due date a lot of times, then... Yes, no, that, yes. but don't do that. Don't do that. You need to try to it's stick to it. of something else. It's a problem. Yes. Yeah, if... Yeah, that's a good point. If you... Like maybe it's not realistic enough or... Yeah, maybe you need to, maybe it's not the due date that needs to be changed. Maybe it's the the end point of the goal itself. Like maybe 5Ks yeah. is just not realistic. Yeah. So you need to make it four or three or something. Yeah. So you need yeah. to scale it back a bit. Mm, that's good. Yeah. Well, I like, I mean, the the I did the Couch to 5K app. Yes. And I was like, okay, they give you a schedule. They give you an eight-week exactly. schedule. But I decided, all right, I'm going to try and do it in the eight weeks, which means running three times a week. But I'm not going to beat myself up if I can't. 
but then I know I know that it's kind of well-known program. So that makes me think, well, if it if if that's a well-known program and it's called Couch to 5K, so obviously it means couch potato to being able to run 5K. So I know technically what it is is like someone who's completely lazy and not running becoming mm-hmm. a runner. So I know they got they're probably going off like maybe a worst case scenario as well. So I'm like, okay, I think, yeah, for me that's achievable, but obviously that was given to me like quite prescriptive, whereas other things you're going to have to figure it all that yeah. out. Yourself. And yeah, you, you can be flexible yep. um, as well. But yeah, if you find yourself changing your goal a lot or changing the due date or not, not achieving it by the time that you wanted, mm. you need to look at, at the goal itself as a whole and think about maybe scaling it back a bit making it a bit smaller a bit more attainable go back to those maybe there's things getting in the way like for example you know let's say the plan was run three days a week and then like all of a sudden three days a week i really need to watch you like all these videos on youtube for a couple of hours (laughs) like there's things that you can do that are kind of like anti the goal like they're actually not only not doing it but kind of working against it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so there's that maybe you're spending too much time on your phone or watching cat videos Um, (laughs) uh, but there's also another possibility if you find you're not getting the things done that you said you wanted to do it might be because you don't actually really want to do it that much it might not actually be that important to you so yeah that's so true. And you know what? Be- yeah, this is a really good example as well, because my goal was to lose weight. Like mm-hmm. I want to get back to my pre-baby weight so I can have another baby <laughs> without <laughs> getting too overweight by the end of it. So that, that was my goal. And then I realized like that's not, that wasn't the right goal. And I started mm-hmm. to actually realize that the right goal for me is to reduce my stress levels so that I can be more like this is not a specific goal but I needed my stress levels down so I can be more focused and also so I can be like less grumpy with my kids and stuff like that so it it sort of started where I was like well obviously I don't care that much about losing weight because you know I'm not it's not it's never motivated me so then I'm like yeah stress relief I started to realize stress relief is like that's what I really need. And then when I realized that I'm like, Oh, I love going running because I'm relieving stress as opposed to I'm going running, I'm burning calories mm-hmm. kind of thing. So it was like changing the, maybe changing the purpose of the goal as opposed to the actual goal itself. And then yeah. the goal that I originally said I wanted is happening anyway. So as a exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just put it in a different wrapper and it'll, it'll make it more attractive to you. But yeah, if you find that you say you want to run three times a week and you're not running three times a week again and again and again, it what? could be because that maybe that's just not as important as you thought it was. Or sometimes we think about what we think we should be doing mm. rather than what we actually want to be, actually doing. Want to be doing. Yeah. Yes. And if you're, basing your goals on what you think you should be doing instead of what you want to be doing. You're not going to have. That's right. I was like, I should be a size 10 (laughs) after having two children (laughs) and being nearly 40. (laughs) Maybe not. Realistic. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that's something to, to really 
think about. Um, and I found a really cool, oh, I thought it was really cool, um, exercise recently, not physical exercise, a sort of planning exercise, um, to help you figure out what are the most important things to focus on right now. So, oh, what you yes. do. And that's what I was going to say. What if you've got too many? Because that, yes. that's my problem. That's, I just set way too many goals. Exactly. I'm, like, I'm such a good goal setter. You, I set so many goals that. Mm -hmm. Yes, you shouldn't have more than five at a time. I did but see that you, you wrote that on the list of the topic outline and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't And wait. you were like, I want 300 goals to I'm do like, right I have now. 25, what about 25 of like 155? <laughs> <laughs> so what you do, yeah, five of 25, that's this exercise. Um, so what you do is you write down 25 things uh, and you need to write it down obviously you can't just think about it because you need to number them or count them um five 25 things that you want to achieve over the next five years one year whatever time frame you're looking at um five weeks, five weeks. <laughs> if yeah five weeks i mean if it's five weeks then you just need to make sure that they're smaller this will call. but they're actually achievable Yes, that's true. In that time period. But um, so 25 things that you want to achieve over the next X amount of time. And then pick the top five. Go through, think about each one and think about which ones are the five most important things on this list. Some of them will probably be accompaniments to other ones. Mm. So certain ones will need to happen first before you can do other ones. Yep. Or, you know, if you do one first, then it might make another one easier. Or they might be like, if you want to learn to run and you also want to build up fitness to learn to do a handstand, maybe just do one at a time because otherwise it's too much exercise. Um, so, yeah, think about, think about all the different things, how they all work together and pick your top five work on so once you've done like your, your top five most important those are the ones you're going to focus on for now <laughs> the other 20 you might think so the other 20 i'll just think about sometimes but no don't think about the other 20 at all ever don't think about them until you've finished at least one of the first five Delete it, delete it. No. I'm yeah, not. delete it from your, it's on your list. This is, this is a list that you're going to look at again. Okay. This, is that yeah, the master list that you were talking about? You talked about yeah, master it, list to me once. It, um, it wasn't, I hadn't, I didn't know about this exercise then, but it is pretty much what I kind of had in mind. So you got a list that you put out of the way that you're not, yeah. I'm not focusing on that now. This is, yeah, this is the, it's the master list. So You've got your 25 things or, you know, whatever, put 50, put 100, write all the things, but only pick five for now. Maybe you can have seven, but just five. Um, and then only focus on those five. Make them achievable. Like you can set mini goals to achieve them, or maybe you just want to get to halfway through, like to a certain point with one of them before you can focus on something else. But only focus on your top five. Don't think about the other things. Don't think about them. Don't do them. 
until you can remove one from your top five and then replace it with a different one. Mm, I like it. Yeah. This way, you will not be overwhelmed and you'll be more likely to achieve those five things instead of just like dabbling at 50 things. Yeah. Because if you spread yourself too thin, you're never going to achieve anything. To achieve yeah. something, you need to give it your focus and your attention. Achieve the things, so then you feel like you don't get that sort of sense of reward along mm. the way, which keeps you motivated, I guess. Yeah, if you have too many things that you're trying to do, it, it doesn't. It, it's less gratifying when you actually achieve something, mm. because the weight of the other things is yeah. bringing you down. It's like, well, I just did this. I've still got like, yeah. Well, 97% yeah, you're of the opportunities to have these little mini failures along the way where you're not actually ticking off the boxes. And then you're like, Oh, I can't finish anything. Mm -hmm. This is so annoying. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. need to. Yeah. Narrow, narrow down your focus. So then you'll get it done more quickly and then you can go and do something mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm. Oh, so yeah, yeah that's that's my advice on how to set goals and achieve them so good yeah. very good well Make them smart goals yes yeah with a schedule and not too many try to keep it to five yeah it's and make a list of all the other ones so you don't keep thinking about them because recently i was thinking like i really want to learn spanish as well Mm. And I am like, I was thinking about every now and then it would pop into my head and like, maybe I should download an app for learning Spanish. And then I did this exercise where I learned Spanish on my list and I thought, nope, it's not in the top five. Now I don't have to think about it every day because mm. I know it's on the list and I'm going to come back to it later. It's yep. taking up, it's not taking up space in my head anymore. Well, that's right. And sometimes you might've had a goal for a long time that you think, mm. Yeah, it might be a, it could be a should goal or it could be a, oh, that'd be nice to do that one day. Yeah. But sometimes you like life changes and then you're like, oh, that goal's not really a high priority at the moment. Like maybe if you, once you start traveling again, yeah. you might go, oh, yeah, exactly. I actually need to be able to speak Spanish. So that. Yeah, exactly. Really I want to learn to speak Spanish yep. better than what I already can yes. um, before I go to South America. So, which is a few, yeah. it'll be a, a few, few years away at least. So Yeah, that's right. And then your specific goal would probably have to be something like you can navigate the city for a day without having to use your uh, mobile app translator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or something yeah, like my that. goal would be, because I already have an okay vocabulary in Spanish, I just cannot yeah. construct sentences. Oh. So I often know the words to put in the sentence, but yeah. I don't know what order to put the words in. So I can say things, but I can't, and I can't have a conversation. My vocabulary isn't that good. So my, my goals would be to be able to have a conversation that is not, hello, my name is, I'm hungry. <laughs> my name is Maya, I'm hungry, or how are you? I am from Australia. Yeah. I can say these things. I want to be able to say more than that. Um, and uh, and be able to construct a sentence. Yeah. Well, I was thinking of if I ever had a language goal, which I mine's just too far on the peripheral, it's not actually <laughs> a goal. Um, but William and I know a little bit of Mandarin because we were in China. And I was thinking my goal would be to be able to um, 
speak Mandarin well enough to order meals in a Chinese restaurant without having a bowl of intestines arrive <laughs> at my table because that's like, <laughs> it's like the worst. Yeah, you can get all kinds of weird stuff over there. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But um, yeah, that's not on my list anyway. Oh, good. Well, thank you so much. It's been very nice interviewing you. And um, obviously, you know, you've helped me a lot already to get more organized with my stuff. Still yeah. a work in progress, maybe a long-term goal there. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's been really good. So I'm sure that everyone else has, um, yeah, learned a lot from that as well. Um, we'll put in a link to the blog post that you mentioned. Yes. And then, you know, like, obviously I've had, you know, I get to speak to Maya privately a lot when we do our, you know, team meetings and we work on projects together. So, you know, if you need some help with your SMART goals and planning and things like that, then um, some of you probably don't know, but Maya actually does mentoring sessions as well as myself. So if you want to get organized, probably I'm not the best person to, to <laughs> see, although I can organize certain things, but Maya is the one to, to go to if you're kind of needing to really make sense of all of those goals that are going yeah. around in your mind. So, Yeah, I've been doing sessions with people to, to help them just sort of map out their processes. Mm. So like it might be in your head already that, you know, I need an onboarding process is the one that everybody seems to want help with um so you might sort of have an idea of i need to do this and then i need to do this but you need to like what what i've been doing is helping people go through like okay so person lands on your website they fill out the contact form and this happens and then this happens so we need this automation that adds this tag and then this happens that's <laughs> that's what my brain's good at and it's something that i can't teach because it's just the way my head works yeah and i can help you with it if you need help with that kind of thing yeah exactly um yeah so obviously if you want to chat with my you can book a free consultation on our website which is the savvybookkeeper.com.au forward slash free strategy but if you'd like to have an actual like full session with her then you can email savvy at the savvybookkeeper.com.au and organize um yeah a session or a couple of sessions and yeah what else i think that's it any other links like um, we'll just pop them if maya has any ideas of other resources that will be helpful we can pop those in the link um i don't know i guess those of you who are in the facebook group will know that we're streaming live to the facebook to our facebook group um so just so you know that we actually stream the podcast live um into the savvy bookkeeper facebook group so if you want to join that group as well we recommend that you join it so thank you for joining me today, Maya. And um, yeah, it's been really helpful. Yeah. Very good. Thanks for having me. I hope it's been helpful for for some of the listeners. And... Uh, definitely will be. So <laughs> good stuff. All right. Well, if you um, yeah have any questions, just post on the thread in the Facebook group. Otherwise, get in touch with us, um, savvy at thesavvybookkeeper.com.au. And we will catch you guys next week for another live Facebook stream podcast and also just the regular podcast as well. So we'll see you then. Stay savvy. Stay savvy. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Bookkeeper's Voice. We'll be back next week, so subscribe to future episode notifications. Do you want to be more efficient? Get instant access to our free template of the month. Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au slash freebie. Would you love to connect with other Savvy Bookkeepers to get support and ideas? Join the Savvy Bookkeeper Facebook group. 
Do you need help with pricing, marketing, web design or business planning? Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au to see our services. Until next time, stay savvy.